Assalamu alaikum. This is the Quran, a new translation by M. A. S. Abdul Halim. This begins Juz number 13. I do not pretend to be blameless, for man's very soul incites him to evil unless my Lord shows mercy. He is most forgiving, most merciful. The king said, Bring him to me. I will have him serve me personally. And then, once he had spoken with him, From now on you will have our trust and favor. Joseph said, Put me in charge of the nation's storehouses. I shall manage them prudently and carefully. In this way, we settled Joseph in that land to live wherever he wished. We grant our grace to whoever we will and do not fail to reward those who do good. The reward of the hereafter is best for those who believe and are mindful of God. Joseph's brothers came and presented themselves before him. He recognized them, though they did not recognize him. And once he had given them their provisions, he said, Bring me the brother you left with your father. Have you not seen me giving generous measure and being the best of hosts? You will have no more corn from me if you do not bring him to me, and you will not be permitted to approach me. They said, We shall do all we can to persuade his father to send him with us. Indeed, we shall. Joseph said to his servants, Put their traded goods back into their saddlebags, so that they may appreciate this when they go back to their family and be eager to return. When they returned to their father, they said, Father, we have been denied any more corn, but send our brother back with us and we shall be given another measure. We shall guard him carefully. He said, Am I to entrust him to you as I did his brother before? But God is the best guardian and the most merciful of the merciful. Then, when they opened their packs, they discovered that their goods had been returned to them, and they said, Father, we need no more goods to barter. Look, our goods have been returned to us. We shall get corn for our household. We shall keep our brothers safe. We shall be entitled to another camel load of grain, an extra measure, so easily achieved. He said, I will never send him back with you. Not unless you swear by God that you will bring him back to me if this is humanly possible. Then, when they had given him their pledge, he said, Our words are entrusted to God. He said, My sons, do not enter all by one gate. Use different gates. But I cannot help you against the will of God. All power is in God's hands. I trust in him. Let everyone put their trust in him. And when they entered as their father had told them, it did not help them against the will of God. It merely satisfied a wish of Jacob's. He knew well what we had taught him, though most people do not. Then, when they presented themselves before Joseph, he drew his brothers apart and said, I am your brother, so do not be saddened by their past actions. 
And once he had given them their provisions, he placed the drinking cup in his brother's pack. A man called out, People of the caravan, you are thieves. And they turned and said, What have you lost? They replied, The king's drinking cup is missing, and whoever returns it will get a camel load of grain, and I give you my word. They said, By God, you must know that we did not come to make mischief in your land. We are no thieves. They asked them, And if we find that you are lying, what penalty shall we apply to you? And they answered, The penalty will be the enslavement of the person in whose bag the cup is found. This is how we punish wrongdoers. Joseph began by searching their bags. Then his brothers, and he pulled it out from his brother's bag. In this way, we devised a plan for Joseph, if God had not willed it so. He could not have detained his brother as a penalty under the king's law. We raise the rank of whoever he will. Above everyone who has knowledge, there is the one who is all-knowing. His brother said, If he is a thief, then his brother was a thief before him. But Joseph kept his secrets and did not reveal anything to them. He said, You are in a far worse situation. God knows best the truth of what you claim. They said, Mighty governor, he has an elderly father. Take one of us in his place. We can see that you are a very good man. He replied, God forbid that we should take anyone other than the person on whom we found our property. That would be unjust of us. When they lost hope of persuading them, they withdrew to confer with each other. The eldest of them said, Do you not remember that your father took a solemn pledge from you in the name of God, and before that you failed in your duty with regard to Joseph? I will not leave this land until my father gives me leave, or God decides for me. He is the best decider. So go back to your father and say, Your son stole. We can only tell you what we saw. How could we guard against the unforeseen? Ask in the town where we have been. Ask the people of the caravan we traveled with. We are telling the truth. Their father said, No, your souls have prompted you to do wrong. But it is best to be patient. May God bring all of them back to me. He alone is the all-knowing, the all-wise. And he turned away from them, saying, Alas for Joseph. His eyes went white with grief, and he was filled with sorrow. They said, By God, you will ruin your health or even die if you do not stop thinking of Joseph. He said, I plead my grief and sorrow before God. I have knowledge from God that you do not have. My sons, go and seek news of Joseph and his brother, and do not despair of God's mercy. Only dis disbelievers despair of God's mercy. Then, when they presented themselves before Joseph, they said, Mighty governor, misfortune has afflicted us and our family. We have brought only a little merchandise, but give us full measure. Be charitable to us. God rewards the charitable. He said, Do you now realize what you did to Joseph and his brother when you were foolish? 
and they tried. Could it be that you are Joseph? He said, I am Joseph. This is my brother. God has been gracious to us. God does not deny anyone who is mindful of God and steadfast in adversity the rewards of those who do good. They said, By God, God really did favor you over all of us, and we were in the wrong. But he said, You will hear no reproaches today. May God forgive you. He is the most merciful of the merciful. Take this shirt of mine and lay it over my father's face. He will recover his sight. Then bring your whole family back to me. Later, when the caravan departed, their father said, You may think I am senile, but I can smell Joseph. But people said, By God, you are still lost in that old illusion of yours. Then when the bearer of good news came and placed a shirt onto Jacob's face, his eyesight returned, and he said, Did I not tell you that I have knowledge from God that you do not have? The, fa the brother said, Father, ask God to forgive our sins. We were truly in the wrong. He replied, I shall ask my Lord to forgive you. He is the most forgiving, the most merciful. Later, when they presented themselves before Joseph, he drew his parents to him. He said, Welcome to Egypt. You will all be safe here, God willing, and took them up to his throne. They all bowed down before him, and he said, Father, this is the fulfillment of that dream I had long ago. My Lord has made it come true and has been gracious to me. He released me from prison and he brought you here from the desert after Satan sowed discord between me and my brothers. My Lord is most subtle in achieving what he will. He is the all-knowing, the truly wise. My Lord, you have given me authority. You have taught me something about the interpretation of dreams. Creator of the heavens and the earth, you are my protector in this world and in the hereafter. Let me die in true devotion to you. Join me with the righteous. This account is part of what was beyond your knowledge, Muhammad. We revealed it to you. You were not present with Joseph's brothers when they made their treacherous plans. Yet most people will not believe, however eagerly you may want them to. You ask no reward from them for this. It is a reminder for all people, and there are many signs in the heavens and the earth that they pass by and give no heed to. Most of them will only believe in God while also joining others with Him. Are they so sure that an overwhelming punishment from God will not fall on them, or that the last hour will not come upon them suddenly when they least expect it? Say, This is my way. Based on clear evidence, I and all who follow me call people to God. Glory be to God. I do not join others with him. All the messengers we sent before you, Muhammad, were men to whom we made revelations, men chosen from the people of their towns. Have the disbelievers not traveled through the land and seen the end of those who went before them? For those who are mindful of God, the home in the hereafter is better.
do you people not use your reason? When the messengers lost all hope and realized that they had been dismissed as liars, our help came to them. We saved whoever we pleased, but our punishment will not be turned away from guilty people. There is a lesson in the stories of such people for those who understand. This revelation is no fabrication. It is a confirmation of the truth of what was sent before it, an explanation of everything, a guide, and a blessing for those who believe. This is the end of Surah Joseph. Surah 13 Thunder In the name of God, the Lord of mercy, the giver of mercy. Aleph, Lam, Mim, Ra These are the signs of the scripture. What your Lord has sent down to you, prophet, is the truth. Yet most people do not believe. It is God who raised up the heavens with no visible supports and then established himself on the throne. He has subjected the sun and the moon each to pursue its course for an appointed time. He regulates all things and makes the revelations clear so that you may be certain of meeting your Lord. It is he who spread out the earth, placed firm mountains and rivers on it, and made two of every kind of fruit. He draws the veil of night over the day. There truly are signs in this for people who reflect. There are, in the land, neighboring plots, gardens of vineyards, cornfields, palm trees and clusters or otherwise, all watered with the same water, yet we make the yield of some better than others. There truly are signs in this for people who reason. If anything can amaze you, prophet, then you should surely be amazed at their asking. What, when we become dust, shall we be created anew? These are the ones who deny their Lord, who will wear iron collars around their necks and be the inhabitants of the fire there to remain. They ask you to bring on the punishment, rather than any promised rewards. Though there have been many examples before them, your Lord is full of forgiveness for people, despite their wrongdoing but he is truly severe in punishment. The disbelievers say, Why has no miracle been sent down to him from his Lord? But you are only there to give warning. Earlier communities each had their guide. God knows what every female bears, and how much their wombs shrink or swell. Everything has its measure with him. He knows what is not seen as well as what is seen. He is the Great, the Most High. It makes no difference whether any of you speak secretly or aloud, whether you are hiding under cover of night or walking about in the day. Each person has angels before him and behind, watching over him by God's command. God does not change the condition of a people, for the worse, unless they change what is in themselves. But if he wills harm on a people, no one can ward it off, apart from him. They have no protector. It is he who shows you the lightning, inspiring fear and hope. He builds up the clouds heavy with rain. The thunder sounds his praises, as do the angels in awe of him.
he sends thunderbolts to strike whoever he will. Yet still they dispute about God. He has mighty plans. The only true prayer is to Him. Those they pray to besides Him give them no answer any more than water reaches the mouth of someone who simply stretches out his hands for it. It cannot do so. The prayers of the disbelievers are all in vain. All that are in heaven and earth submit to God alone, willingly or unwillingly, as do their shadows in the morning and in the evenings. Say, Prophet, Who is Lord of the heavens and the earth? Say, God. Say, Why do you take protectors other than Him, who can neither benefit nor harm even themselves? Say, Are the blind equal to those who can see? And are the depths of darkness equal to the light? Have the partners they assign to God created anything like His creation, so that their creation is indistinguishable from His? Say, God is the Creator of all things. He is the One, the All-Compelling. He sends water from the sky that fills riverbeds to overflowing, each according to its measure. The stream carries on its surface a growing layer of froth, like the froth that appears when people melt metals in the fire to make ornaments and tools. In this way, God illustrates truth and falsehood. The froth disappears, but what is of benefit to people stays behind. This is how God makes illustrations. There will be the best of rewards for those who respond to their Lord. Those who do not respond would willingly give away the earth's contents twice over if they had it in order to ransom themselves. So terrible will be their reckoning. Hell will be their home and their bed wretched. Can someone who knows that the revelation from your Lord is the truth be equal to someone who is blind to it? Only those with understanding will take it to heart. Those who fulfill the agreements they make in God's name and do not break their pledges, who join together what God commands to be joined, who, in, who are in awe of their Lord and fear the harshness of the reckoning, who remain steadfast through their desire for the face of their Lord, who keep up the prayer, who give secretly and openly from what we have provided for them, who repel evil with good, these will have the reward of the true home. They will enter perpetual gardens, along with their righteous ancestors, spouses, and descendants. The angels will go into them from every gate. Peace be with you, because you have remained steadfast. What an excellent reward is this home of yours. But there will be rejection for those who break their confirmed agreements made in God's name. Who break apart what God has commanded to be joined, and who spread corruption on earth? Theirs is the dreadful home. God gives abundantly to whoever He will, and sparingly to whoever He will. And though they may revel in the life of this world, it is but a fleeting comfort compared with the life to come. The disbelievers say, why has no miracle been sent down to him from his Lord? Prophets say, 
God leaves whoever he will to stray, and guides to himself those who turn towards him. Those who have faith in whose hearts find peace in the remembrance of God. Truly, it is in the remembrance of God that hearts find peace. Those who believe and do righteous deeds. Joy awaits these, and their final homecoming will be excellent. So we have sent you, prophet, to a community. Other communities passed away long before them, to recite to them what we reveal to you. Yet they disbelieve in the Lord of mercy. Say, He is my Lord. There is no God but Him. I put my trust in Him, and to Him is my return. If there were ever to be a Qur'an with which mountains could be moved, the earth shattered or the dead made to speak, it would have been this one. But everything is truly in God's hand. Do the believers not realize that if God had so willed, He could have guided all mankind? As for the disbelievers because of their misdeeds, disaster will not cease to afflict them or fall close to their homes until God's promise is fulfilled. God never fails to keep His promise. Many messengers before you, Muhammad, were mocked, but I granted respite to the disbelievers. In the end, I, th I took them to task. How terrible my punishment was! It is he who stands over every soul, marking its action in need of any partner. Yet they ascribe partners to God, say, Name them, or, Can you tell him something on the earth he does not know to exist? Or is this just a display of words? But the things they devise are made alluring to the disbelievers, and they are barred from the right path. No one can guide those God leaves to stray. There is a torment for them in this world, but the torment of the hereafter will be harder. No one will defend them against God. Here is a picture of the garden that those mindful of God have been promised. Flowing streams and perpetual food and shade. This is the reward that awaits those who are mindful of God. The disbeliever's reward is the fire. Those to whom we sent the scripture rejoice in what was revealed to you, prophet. Some factions deny parts of it. Say, I am commanded to worship God and not join anything with Him in worship. To Him I call others and to Him I shall return. So we have sent down the Qur'an to give judgment in the Arabic language. If you were to follow their desires after the knowledge that has come to you, you would have no one to guard you or protect you from God. We sent messengers before you and gave them wives and offspring. No messenger was given the power to produce a miracle except with God's permission. There was a scripture for every age. God erases or confirms whatever he will, and the source of scripture is with him. Whether we let you prophets see part of what we threaten them with, or cause you to die before that. Your duty is only to deliver the message. The reckoning is ours. Do they not see how we come to their land and shrink its borders? God decides. No one can reverse his decision, and he is swift in reckoning. Those before them also schemed, but the overall scheme belongs to God. 
He knows what each soul does. In the end, the disbelievers will find out who will have the excellent home. They say, You have not been sent. Say, God is sufficient witness between me and you. All knowledge of the scripture comes from him. This is the end of Surah 13. Surah 14 Abraham In the name of God, the Lord of mercy, the giver of mercy. Alif Lam Ra This is a scripture which we have sent down to you, Prophet, so that with their Lord's permission you may bring people from the depths of darkness into light, to the path of the Almighty, the praiseworthy one, God, to whom everything in the heavens and earth belongs. How terrible will be the torment of those who ignore him, those who prefer the life of this world over the life to come, who turn others from God's way, trying to make it crooked. Such people have gone far astray. We have never sent a messenger who did not use his own people's language to make things clear for them. But still, God leaves whoever he will to stray, and guides whoever he will, he is the Almighty, the All-Wise. So we sent Moses with our signs. Bring out your people from the depths of darkness into light. Remind them of the days of God. There truly are signs in this for every steadfast, thankful person. And so Moses said to his people, Remember God's blessing on you when he saved you from Pharaoh's people who were inflicting terrible suffering on you, slaughtering your sons and sparing only your women. That was a severe test from your Lord. Remember that he promised, If you are thankful, I will give you more. But if you are thankless, my punishment is terrible indeed. And Moses said, Even if you, together with everybody else on earth, are thankless, God is self-sufficient, worthy of all praise. Have you disbelievers not heard about those who went before you, the people of Noah, Ad, Thamud, and those after them, known only to God? Their messengers came to them with clear proof, but they tried to silence them, saying, We do not believe the message you were sent with. We have disturbing doubts about what you are asking us to do. Their messengers answered, Can there be any doubt about God, the creator of the heavens and earth? He calls you to him in order to forgive you your sins and let you enjoy your life until the appointed hour. But they said, You are only men like us. You want to turn us away from what our forefathers used to worship? Bring us clear proof then, if you can. Their messengers answered, True, we are only men like you, but God favors whichever of his servants he chooses. We cannot bring you any proof unless God permits it. So let the believers put all their trust in him. Why should we not put our trust in God, when it is he who has guided us to the ways we follow? We shall certainly bear steadfastly whatever harm you do to us. Let anyone who trusts, trusts in God. The disbelievers said to their messengers, 
We shall expel you from our land unless you return to our religion. But their Lord inspired the messengers. We shall destroy the evildoers and leave you to dwell in the land after them. This reward is for those who are in awe of meeting me and of my warnings. They asked God to decide, and every obstinate tyrant failed. Hell awaits each one. He will be given foul water to drink, which he will try to gulp but scarcely be able to swallow. Death will encroach on him from every side, but he will not die. More intense suffering will lie ahead of him. The deeds of those who reject their Lord are like ashes that the wind blows furiously on a stormy day. They have no power over anything they have gained. This is to stray far, far away. Prophet, do you not see that God created the heavens and the earth for a purpose? He could remove all of you and replace you with a new creation if he wished to. That is not difficult for God. When they all appear before him, the weak will say to the power seekers, We were your followers. Can you protect us from any of God's punishment? They will reply, If God had guided us, we would have guided you. It makes no difference now whether we rage or endure with patience. There is no escape. When everything has been decided, Satan will say, God gave you a true promise. I too made promises, but they were false ones. I had no power over you except to call you and you responded to my call. So do not blame me. Blame yourselves. I cannot help you, nor can you help me. I reject the way you associated me with God before. A bitter torment awaits such wrongdoers. But those who, those who believed and did good deeds will be brought into gardens graced with flowing streams, there to remain with their Lord's permission. Their greeting there is peace. Prophet, do you not see how God makes comparisons? A good word is like a good tree, whose root is firm, and whose branches are high in the sky, yielding constant fruit by its Lord's leave. God makes such comparisons for people so that they may reflect. But an evil word is like a rotten tree, uprooted from the surface of the earth, with no power to endure. God will give firmness to those who believe in the firmly rooted word, both in this world and the hereafter, but the evildoers he leaves to stray. God does whatever he will. Prophet, do you not see those who, in exchange for God's favor, offer only ingratitude and make their people end up in the home of ruin, hell, where they burn? What an evil place to stay. They set up false deities as God's equals to lead people astray from his path. Say, take your pleasure now, for your destination is the fire. Tell my servants who have believed to keep up the prayer and give, secretly and in public, out of what we have provided them. Before a day comes when there will be no trading or friendship, 
It is God who created the heavens and earth, who has sent down water from the sky, and with it brought forth produce to nourish you. He has made ships useful to you, sailing the sea by his command, and the rivers too. He has made the sun and the moon useful to you, steady on their paths. He has made the night and day useful to you, and given you some of everything you asked him for. If you tried to count God's favors, you could never calculate them. Man is truly unjust and ungrateful. Remember when Abraham said, Lord, make this town safe. Preserve me and my offspring from idolatry. Lord, the idols have led many people astray. Anyone who follows me is with me. But as for anyone who disobeys me, you are surely forgiving and merciful. Our Lord, I have settled some of my offspring in an uncultivated valley close to your sacred house. Lord, so that they may keep up the prayer. Make people's hearts turn to them and provide them with produce so that they may be thankful. Our Lord, you know well what we conceal and what we reveal. Nothing at all is hidden from God on earth or in heaven. Praise be to God who has granted me Ishmael and Ishaq in my old age. My Lord hears all requests. Lord, grant that I and my offspring may keep up the prayer. Our Lord, accept my request. Our Lord, forgive me, my parents and the believers on the day of reckoning. Do not think, Prophet, that God is unaware of what the disbelievers do. He only gives them respite until a day when their eyes will stare in terror. They will rush forward, craning their necks, unable to divert their eyes, a gaping void in their hearts. So warn people of the day when punishment will come to them, and when the disbelievers will say, Our Lord, give us a little more time, we shall answer your call and follow the messengers. Did you disbelievers not swear in the past that your power would have no end? You lived in the same places as others who wronged themselves before, and you were clearly shown how we dealt with them. We gave you many examples. They made their plots, but even if their plots had been able to move mountains, God had the answer. So do not think, prophet, that God will break his promise to his messengers. He is mighty and capable of retribution. One day, when the earth is turned into another earth, the heavens into another heaven, and people all appear before God, the one, the overpowering, you, prophet, will see the guilty on that day bound together in fetters, in garments of pitch, faces covered in fire. All will be judged, so that God may reward each soul as it deserves. God is swift in his reckoning. This is a message to all people, so that they may be warned by it, and know that he is the only God, and so that those who have minds may take heed. This is the end of Juz number 13.
Safina Society Production.